Are you prepared to take the leap to say hell yes on your journey of self-discovery? Welcome to the Well Yes Podcast, your go-to destination for unapologetic dream chasing, focusing on your own inner work with the goal of self-mastery. My name is Michelle Moss, and I am a licensed professional clinical counselor supervisor. And I'm Lauren Marks, certified coach and breathwork facilitator. We are here to ignite the spark within you through our amazing guest episodes who will inspire and motivate you. We also share our own wisdom and personal experiences to help propel you toward your loftiest aspirations. Get ready to fuel your ambitions and drive into the pursuit of your grandest goals. Open your heart for this journey of self-discovery. Welcome back, friends. Today is a new day. We have an intro on the podcast. What do you think, Michelle? Well, I we thought it was the perfect day to unveil this intro because today's topic is goal setting. So Lauren and I talk about these things. And one of the goals that we had set was put that You're intro out there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So goal setting is a huge thing for both of us in our practices. And, you know, you have your, your coaching clients that you're saying what you're going to set your goal is and how do you reach that goal? I have my clients, we basically call it a treatment plan. We're going to set the goals in the treatment plan and the objectives of how to reach that. So, you know, what are your thoughts on goal setting? How does this motivate and drive your clients to growth? Well, it gives us something that we know we're really working for, which I think is inspiring. It helps build confidence because we're watching ourselves grow. We're watching ourselves meet these milestone and goals that really shows us what we're capable of. And I think it gives us that like um, motivation to just really see what's possible for ourselves and our families and our friends. Like I, I, I love that feeling of possibility. And I think that was like the first thing that we both, to our listeners, we both come together with ideas about this. And my first thought to setting goals is clarity. And what you just described is clarity. Yeah. Knowing what your dream is, dreaming and knowing what you really want and 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 having a specific clear vision of what that looks like and, and getting you started on that, right? Well, and I don't think we always give, our, give ourselves that time to just be and think and dream to really know what is it to your core that you really, really want? What do you want your life to look like, your health, your wealth, your family, your relationships, giving yourself that space to really sit and, and see it, see it in your mind, see it in your heart. And sometimes, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but this just triggered something for me. Sometimes we need others for our support network and accountability. And sometimes it comes at the most unexpected times. And I, we didn't even talk about this before, but my husband had some medication changes and it, it made him a little uh, irritable. I'll use that word. It's a mild word. <laughs> so he had these changes. And in one of his moments when he was irritable, he, he said to me something about um, growing my own business. And I'm spending a lot of time on my nonprofit and not as much time on my business. And maybe that needs to be a shift. And it was kind of an epiphany. And so I, my goals are shifting a little bit, just even hearing something from somebody else. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, oh, ah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Although yeah. it wasn't, sometimes it's not easy to swallow, you know, when you're hearing something, but um, that's that feedback piece, um, which I think goes along with accountability. But for you, like telling a client or we're working with our clients and we say, um, we're going to put this down on paper mm-hmm. as a goal for your treatment or for your program, that writing it down makes it more of a contract, which makes that accountability so much more, you know, we check back in with that. Absolutely. Cause if we're just saying in our minds, like, oh, this is just something I want, but we don't write it out and create the plan. What is the likelihood that we're just going to remember something we say in our mind that we want to happen without doing the rest of it. And that's why I tell clients too, like, don't just say, oh, I want to lose weight. It needs to be, there needs to be more detail in the goal, like being very specific, like how much do you want to lose? What do you want your workouts to look like? How many days a week? Are you doing it in the morning? Are you doing it at night? Are you going to a gym? Are you doing it with a friend? Are you doing it at your house? I mean, there's so much, you got to just keep funneling it down to like as much detail, I think as possible. So, you know, and you don't ever have that confusion. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to some of those goals, putting it together specific, like, let's just use this weight loss idea, you know, specific goals and it's measurable. So maybe two pounds a week or whatever that looks like achievable. We're not going to start off saying, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this, this month. You know, yes, that's something I often say to people too, because sometimes we get so excited with those new year's resolutions. Right. And we're like, I'm going to work out every single day and I'm going to eat super clean and nothing bad. It's like, oh wait, we got to take a step back because we can't just go to that extreme. That's so hard to like really make it happen if you're not working out at all. And I always like to say, okay, how can we start small to really make things grow into a habit instead of trying to like do all the things at one time? Like if you drink soda, how do we just start with replacing one or two sodas a day with water? Very easy, doable things instead of saying you're going to do it all at once. I think that's because, and as a coach and a therapist, if they, if we say, oh, we're going to do it all at once, you're going to sabotage yourself and set yourself up for failure. It's impossible to reach those expectations that are from zero to 180 and nothing in between. And so I think, you know, that's also goes back to the timeliness part of it you know, we're going to focus on this short-term goal. And that's also taking a big goal and chunking it down into smaller short-term yeah. goals for the long-term agenda that we have visualized on the horizon, right? Yeah. But it's those little baby steps. And you mentioned a habit, and we've talked about this before too. In general, it takes about 66 tries for a new habit to stick. So it's, and that's why it's also helpful to have the accountability piece because it's easy to slip back into old habits. Yeah, absolutely. And something else you said, I think it's important to talk about too, is what are your fears or things that you're going to do to self-sabotage to even reach this goal? And I think that's another important piece to journal about, talk about with your coach or therapist, talk about with your accountability buddy, whoever it is you have, because there's always going to be little things that could get in the way or a fear that we have that's going to come up, that's going to block us from getting that goal, whatever it is. Um, and for me, it's like really looking into what is that self-sabotage thing that I might do. And sometimes it's like such a gut punch when you're like, Oh, wait, I did that to myself. 
Mm -hmm. And that's the insight, which is what coaches and therapists work on with our clients is to gain the insight. So if you're going into a goal, already knowing with insight, because you've did some soul searching, what could hang you up from getting there? That's the aha moment. And then Mm -hmm. when those things come up, you're already prepared. You're already ready for it to be prepared. I can handle this. It's not just the plan of execution, but the plan, because you now know and have the awareness around what are those little things that I do to self-sabotage. Right. And we all do it. Believe me, we all do it. I mean, we set, we, we buy this gym set or we, I mean, because we're sticking with the health, I mean, the weight loss kind of program, or we buy a membership or we do buy equipment and we have all these good intentions. And if we don't surround us with all those things we just talked about with the accountability partner and, and having clarity and being committed and it is challenging. I mean, goals don't just come so easy. I mean, there's work that you put in to get to where you want to go, whether it's writing a book or losing weight or starting a new job. I mean, there's a million things and all of this is applicable to any of those areas, any goal you want to set. Absolutely. There's a lot of things, even in my business that I know are like goals that are maybe like still out of that comfort zone that it's like, okay, I don't want to be the obstacle standing in my way. And that's where my form of self-sabotage comes in. So now that I know that I question it, I tell my mentor and that's when it's like, nope, I'm saying yes to this thing, or I'm going to ask somebody for this support or help because I know the only thing that's standing in that way, in the way of that is me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've both pushed through um, a lot of things, like you're saying, these mini goals to get to the big goal. Um, in in even this past week, I had, I presented at, at a women's impact group. Um, and I said, yes, immediately, you know, this is our reverse thing. I said, yes, immediately. And then the day of I'm thinking, I have so much going on. Why did I do this? And, you know, but it's still part of my, and that's the self-sabotaged, like talking what, you know, getting into that mindset of why did I do this? This is, I, maybe nobody will listen. Maybe it's, I don't have anything important to say, you know, that negative self-talk, but then I went, you know, I, I actually did some meditation and some breathing put aside the week that was very stressful and thought, I want to enjoy this journey. I want to enjoy the moment. And I went and had a blast. I, I had so much fun, um, on the panel and presenting. And I, I learned from other people, hopefully some people learned from me and made some great connections. And I came out of there feeling like I was walking on the clouds. It felt so good. I love that. Two hours before it, (laughs) I wasn't feeling it. And I had to really go through some of those ways of knowing that this is what's blocking me. I don't want to sabotage myself. I want to enjoy it. We talk about that. Enjoying the moment, enjoying the journey. It's not always easy, but you try to find a way to enjoy the walk. Yeah. And exactly getting to those goals. Not every, every part of it is enjoyable. Like if you know, you want to work out in the morning, but you're like, Oh, I got to get up a good 45 minutes earlier to be able to do this. Getting used to that new habit of getting up earlier. Some of those mornings, you might be a little crabby, (laughs) but it's also finding a way to enjoy it. If it means putting in your favorite music yeah, to do your workout or, you know, or to go on your walk, you listen to a great podcast or whatever it is, you find ways to make it enjoyable, even though it's not always fun when the, when the, you know, the, the, Roosters aren't even crowing and you're up <laughs> crack on doing your thing, whatever the thing is. 
Yeah. And paying attention to, to the, the results that you're getting, if it's, you know, after you're getting those endorphins going, you're feeling good. You start to feel stronger, like paying attention to those things too. And, and that's another thing you really mentioned that I don't know if we really went into the greatest detail on, but having those mini goals and those milestones and then celebrating, cheering for yourself. Yeah. And having your accountability buddy cheer for you as well. Those little tiny things that we're making progress for. Yeah, I think that's a hard one for a lot of people because I don't think we're taught to really celebrate ourselves. And it's something I try to improve on with my kids because it can feel, I don't know, kind of can feel like an ego or kind of not good about yourself when you're like taking that time. But I think it's so important because you don't want it just to be a race to the next goal. It's like, okay, you got to this milestone, pause for a minute. And what a perfect time. We're at the end of the year right now in your journaling with somebody that's supportive, like really take some time and think about what you did accomplish this year. It deserves to be celebrated, even the small things. And, you know, and I'm the outsider looking at you, but I can see extraordinary growth in you, Lauren, in this last year. And I know even looking inside to myself, all the things that I've done, we've done some things that really shook us up, that really did all of these things, you know, pushing beyond our comfort zone. And we've talked about all these things. And again, goal setting is a part of reaching the best version of yourself, which is what this series has been about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're not just talking it, we're, we're really trying to walk this ourselves. But that's why it's so important, like we said, to have somebody to hold yourself accountable to. We've been talking about adding the intro to the podcast. And then we just figured out a time. We're like, nope, we're doing it. And then we both worked on it, came together. And that, if I would have been doing it alone or you'd have been alone, like sometimes it's it's harder to make those things happen when you're just busy. But it really was the accountability and collaboration that we didn't mess around. We got it done. Well, I hope we got it done. I mean, this yeah. is, is going to come out later and we recorded the intro before we've done this. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it will be there. Out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, that's another thing of the learning curve. We've learned a lot of things. I, I, I always say I'm technologically challenged and yet I'm doing a lot of things that I never thought I would have done five years ago with with all the different ways of using the computer and, and producing, you know, our podcast and all those things. So um, I think that's something good to tell our listeners too. whatever. If you are on Instagram or Facebook, Send us a message of something that you can celebrate yourself for this year, something you accomplished, something that you said at the beginning of the year that you really wanted to do big or small. We want to celebrate you because you deserve to have that feeling of celebration and abundance and growth. So when you are just ready to go to that next thing, like we know all of us driven people are, we're ready for that next goal, but pause for a minute, truly pause right now and tell yourself you're proud of yourself, that you're grateful for your journey, whatever it is you need to hear, but it really, really does deserve to be celebrated. I agree. Okay. Well, I think that was a a really positive way to end this, this particular um, series, other than we're going to just do a little recap um, for our next one, but anything else you want to add on goal setting that, that you want to reinforce one more time? No, I mean, I do think I have to give a shameless plug though, because I am very, I, this is like goals is one of my favorite things to do with my clients. So I actually have like a session that I do and it's all around. I call it my goal getter because I'm a driven person and that is who I attract that we get to work on these things together, celebrate 
make the plan, do all the things. And that's why it's, it's just so exciting to me to put the goal out there into the universe and to watch us all step into them. Well said. Okay. Listeners, we want you to say, well, yes, to setting your goals.